Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 70 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for one more day in your word. Teach us the lesson you want us to learn today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in John chapter 2. There is a wedding feast, and they ran out of wine. The first miracle Jesus performed was turning water into wine at a wedding feast. When the manager tasted the wine, he was more than impressed and commended the bridegroom for saving the best for last. We don't know why this was the first miracle Jesus publicly performed, or even why it was recorded by John. It's not like it was a life-changing miracle. However, it does provide an opportunity to see a miracle in action, which can tell us something very important about miracles. Jesus' mother told the servants to do exactly what he told them to do. Their task was not difficult. They were simply told to fill the water pots with water, something they would have done many, many times. However, it was their obedience that set them up to receive a miracle. The water was not only transformed into wine, but it was the best wine served at the wedding. I love how God shows us he desires the best for his children. He didn't withhold from them, and he won't withhold good things from us either. In fact, he will give us the best. This isn't the only time in the Bible that God's instructions led to a miracle. In fact, most of the time, God's almighty power is unleashed when his instructions are followed. It was again close to the time of Passover, and Jesus had performed many miracles and signs so that many people believed in him. But he did not trust them. Verse 28 says, for he himself knew what was in the human nature. He could read men's hearts. Well, just as he knew their hearts, he knows ours. A perfect reason for us to fully surrender ourselves to him. We can do nothing on our own, but nothing is impossible for God. Let us walk in his power. This can happen when we are completely his. Let's see what Paul is writing the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Paul writes about the easily swayed Corinthians. When other preachers came through, they tend to believe the new word they were told. Paul wonders if their lack of steadfastness to the true word was because he never asked them to support him. It's somewhat true that what we pay for, we work harder for. For instance, have you attended free training and didn't value it as much as a training you may have paid $1,000 for? Paul is saying the same thing here. However, he intends to keep ministering to them for free. Verse 14 is a verse we should all be aware of says, and it is no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is important that we lean into God and make sure what we are studying and believing is from him and not from the deceiver. Paul does not want the Corinthians to favor other teachings that don't teach grace. I dare say there is no one quite like Paul who lives in such freedom and under God's grace, and he fights to help convince the Corinthians to live the same. In Numbers, chapter 23 consists of the king continuing to ask Balaam to see if God will let him curse the Israelites. The answer is the same. The king even makes seven altars and sacrifices animals to the Lord in preparation for a different answer. The answer he is looking for never comes. Verse 21 stands out to me and says, God has not beheld iniquity in Jacob, for he is forgiven. Neither has he seen mischief or perverseness in Israel. For the same reason, the Lord their God is with Israel, and the shout of praise to their king is among the people. Well, even though the Israelites sinned, God forgave them and no longer saw their sin. 
We are forgiven as well through the blood of God's son. Let us praise him today for the gift of forgiveness. I have found there isn't a day that goes by without sin. It is difficult to reconcile, but it has been taken care of through Jesus' sacrifice. We have much to be thankful for. Well, let's see what's happening in Numbers chapter 24. Balaam and Balak are still talking with one another, but Balaam is speaking from the Lord. Balak is extremely agitated because he keeps talking about all the blessings of the Israelites instead of the curses that Balak wants Balaam to talk about. The blessings God bestowed upon these people. He has called out their blessings three times in front of Balak when Balak told him to go home. He would have given him all the riches that he could have ever wanted, but Balaam would only speak what God told him to speak. Then Balaam foretold of the destruction of many of the nations because of David and eventually the Messiah. Let's see what King David is writing about in Psalm 70. It's a very short psalm. He prays for deliverance from the Lord. I've read a commentary that this psalm was written as King David remembered his time when he was banished from the kingdom because of his son Absalom's attempt to overthrow his throne. He remembered the pain of that time and then the pain of losing his son. The betrayal and then a death, almost too much for him to bear. Yet he still has reason to believe the Lord will save him. Verse 4 says, May all those who seek, inquire of, and for you, and require you as their vital need, rejoice and be glad in you. And may those who love your salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. Yes, let us praise God for our salvation. Let us pray. O Lord, we praise you for all you do and all you are. Thank you for sending your son to save us from ourselves and save us for you. Thank you for making a way for us to be truly yours. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.